All right, can you uh, hear me? Yeah. All right. All right, is anyone else joining or is it just me and you? It's just us. All right. So we got our topic. Um, all right, how do you want to do this? Do you want to, what do you want to do first? Uh, we'll do, uh, we'll start with the mid-season awards. All right. And, uh, then we'll do. Which, we can do the pretender contender maybe all right pretender um, pretender and then we'll do the deshaun watson trade rumors yeah that's, that's good all right we'll start at one minute so we there's a cutoff time to trim the video right, yeah so we got 10 seconds all right thanks for having me out liam no problem All right, just do one fifteen then. Hi, hello everyone. Welcome to um, the podcast. I am a beginner here with my friend Liam Kilmartin. You can follow him on Instagram at Liam Kilmartin, and I am Tyler Feinstein. But on Instagram, I am known as Green Bay Hornet. Today we will uh, start with the NFL midseason awards. Then we will go on to um, contender or pretender, which we will see if a team is legit or not. And then at the end, we'll touch on the Deshaun Watson trade rumors. All right. All right. We're going to start. Let's start with MVP. Who is your MVP of the season so far? I mean, it's kind of obvious. I think Kyler Murray deserves that reward more than anybody right now, I think. I don't know, just leading the Cardinals, who are a good team, not as good as some other teams, but still elevating the talent uh, to be 7-0 and uh, putting up great stats. And as I said, 7-0. So I think he's the clear MVP at this point. And honestly, I don't see it changing. Yeah, same here. I mean, the Cardinals are 7-0. I mean, I don't know when they'll lose their first game, but they're still an elite team regardless. They're currently leading the NFC West in a tight battle with the Los Angeles Rams. But Kyler has definitely elevated himself in year three. And he's definitely overall made this offense a lot more dynamic. And, I mean, there's not much more to say. I mean, I mean, the team has a shot at the Super Bowl. And, I mean, what more else can you ask for of him? All right, offensive player of the year. This one is also looking kind of obvious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's obviously Derrick Henry. I mean, when you get a running back that dominant, and you know his offensive line isn't even the greatest. It's kind of average at this point. You know, they obviously have Lawan, Saffold, but everything, and Ben Jones, but everything outside of that is a bit average, and all of those are you know declining in age a bit. But he's Derrick Henry has. Not declined a single bit. I'm gonna say knock on wood for that because I don't want right. to see him decline. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, favorite players. I mean, when you get a running back that good, I mean, he might probably he probably is better than McCaffrey at this point. He's just yeah. so dominant. He just well, it's not just because also he's dominant. He's just more durable than McCaffrey and Barkley are. And you gotta do a knock on wood for that too. Yeah, and. I mean, he's 6'3", 220, can run up to 21 miles an hour. And, I mean, the tight ends are pretty good. I mean, 
obviously still the main engine. So, yeah, I mean, he's just been dominant, just like he was last year, the year before that, and pretty much the year before that. And I think he will win Offensive Player of the Year twice again, and deservedly so. All right. Defensive Player of the Year. You know, this one's a little weird for me because, like, I, I, I kind of – you kind of have to say Trayvon Diggs, but at the same time, you know, he's also a liability in coverage. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, he's like he's, a ball hawk, but sometimes he gets burnt. I mean, he's probably just one of those corners that sometimes goes for the ball more than he does try to cover, and that's – as you can see, that's in the stats because, I mean, he has what, like seven interceptions? Yeah, which is dumb. Uh, and you kind of have to give it to him, I guess. I yeah, know, I honestly, I don't know who else would be in the conversation. I'm I probably mean, missing someone obvious, but well, Aaron Donald's always obvious, but he's so obvious. <laughs> well, Aaron Donald's just a, a basic cheat code, anyways. But I mean, who else could be? I mean... That'd probably need more thought, but I guess Trayvon Diggs is probably who's on pace to win it now. Yeah. All right. Now we are on to Coach of the Year. Who in your eyes? Kinda, uh, sorry to interrupt you there, but uh, it kind of has to be Brandon Staley. And a lot of people predicted that because it was clearly obvious because, you know, the team, the Chargers, wasn't great last year. But, uh, and he's done a good I mean, yeah. Been very aggressive too, very aggressive. Sometimes a bit too aggressive. Don't go for fourth and one on your own nineteen. It's a very bad idea. Very yeah, bad. but he's 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 built the culture there a bit, and he's a good story. You know, beating cancer and all, and yeah, you know, obviously winning and, games. And so. Chargers defense definitely looks better than it did last season. Um, I think Cliff Kingsbury is also a candidate, considering how well the Cardinals have improved from the last two seasons. I think Cliff's a candidate. I mean, just talking about Cliff for a say, people thought that this could be his last year because, you know, people were expecting a bigger jump from the Cardinals last year, you know. Every rookie quarterback has that, you know, expecting yeah. in the playoffs. And they didn't, and a lot of questions were raised about him. But he's pretty much sounds of a starter, so. I don't, I don't know. I might pick Cliff Kingsbury. If the Cardinals, let's say, finish the year like, yeah, honestly, now that you say Cliff Kingsbury, I honestly might think it's him because, yeah. you know, mm. I, they they are undefeated. So yeah. it's now, kind of hard to deny that. Yeah, now Staley definitely is the best rookie coach. There's no denying that, though. I will. True, I but in, in, in everyone else's other – in every rookie quarterback's defense, he, without a doubt, had the best supporting cast to inherit. So Yeah. All right. On to, all right, on to Offensive Rookie of the Year. This one That's, is – Yeah, also, I mean, Jamar Chase, man. I mean, like, people – people – I almost said a curse with that. People really mocked them for uh, not taking Sewell. And while Sewell has been good, honestly, at this point – Yeah, and Chase is just be regretting it because, Ch- I mean, you know, Burrow, you know, he vouched for him. And, I mean, and he got his way. He made the right choice, and you know, the, even even for the Bengals, uh, for them, they also uh, managed to find a uh, a good find in Jackson Clement in the second round. So yeah, so up for it. Yeah, but, and 
I mean, they might be honestly at this point the best young QB receiver duo, and it's yeah, kind of cool I, that you know we all saw them in college, you know, play together. Yeah, who would have thought? I mean, I thought they should have taken Sewell. I'm sure you thought the same thing. I mean, I totally understand because I knew because yeah. I saw a report saying Joe Burrow was vouching for it, and at this point, you kind of can't say no because. He holds yeah, the cards to the team's future, so they kind of had to, you know. Yeah, listen All to right. him. Yeah, so, yeah, and so. made, made the right choice. Yeah. All right, defensive rookie of the year. Now this is depends because we have Trayvon Diggs winning rookie of the uh, defensive no, player of the year. Yeah. So I don't know if you still give that to him or you pick another player. Wait, Trayvon but Diggs is defensive rookie of the year. That's what I meant. Uh, I might have. Did you mean Micah Parsons? Out <laughs> there, my my is bad, but um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I meant he's defensive player of the year. So if you want to pick another player for defensive rookie of the year, because Diggs is a defensive um, player of the year, I guess you kind of um, have to go Micah Parsons. I mean, yeah, it's weird seeing two Dallas defenders, but the Cowboys' defense actually looks pretty solid. I mean, Dan. Quinn, oh. I just realized my mistake. I, I I'm sorry. I, I, I thought Trayvon Diggs was a rookie. <laughs> oh, pardon me. It's okay. Brain fart. We all have brain farts. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go Parsons. I mean, he's looked good off the edge. I mean, he basically replaced Jalen Smith, who was now you know cut. Now he's on Green Bay now, but he's done a good job. I mean, Dallas's defense, despite not having their best edge rusher and Demarcus Lawrence, their defense has actually been pretty solid this year. And Micah Parsons is definitely one of the big reasons why. Yeah, he's definitely what Isaiah Simmons should have been in his rookie year. Yeah. That, and you know, I don't know how he's doing this. I know he's been doing all right, but maybe you know, we weren't expecting all right from him. We were expecting like star. Yeah. That's what happens when you draft, you know, those athletes, you know, they you don't know where to play them and that can get confusing, but Dallas has handled Michael Parsons really well. Yeah, exceptionally well. All right, let's see here. Uh, I think it's the last of the awards. I mean, the comeback player of the year. I don't, comeback uh, player of the year. You have to go Dak. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I yeah, mean, you can't. Dak would be it. McCaffrey had a shot, but he gets hurt again, so maybe he contends for it next year. So. Yeah, I mean, people thought Darnold was going to win it, but, I mean, the, the way Darnold's played in the last four weeks, it's – He's, he's played his way back to mediocrity, so. Yeah, so I think Dak, I mean, it was a great story. He came back from that horrific knee injury that was happened against the Giants last season. And the Cowboys are 5-1 and one and currently are in huge control of the NFC East, or as I like to call it, the yeah. NFC East because of how bad it is. There's no one that's going to compete with them this year. I, but, mean, he's, I mean, he's looked – Everything like what Dak used to play as, and congratulations to him, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I honestly, the football team and the Eagles are going to draft the new QB most likely, uh, and the Giants are. I mean, who knows what they're, you know? I think it depends on what happens with their management. They're that, definitely, they're definitely taking control of the division without a doubt, unless it's like they lose some divisional games, but they should still win it. Yeah, maybe they lose, like, one divisional game to, like, maybe, what, the football team? Yeah, I think the football team probably would have the best chance to beat them when their defense finally clicks. 
right. On to the NFL contenders or pretenders. So we're going to go over the teams that actually have a shot at the playoffs. We're not, like, doing the teams that don't because there's no point in doing it. So, all right, we will start in the AFC, and we will start in the AFC North, one of the more competitive divisions in the NFL. We will start with the Cincinnati Bengals, contender or pretender? You know, honestly, this is actually pretty hard for me. Um, I feel like they're a very young team, and I feel like they could get exposed in the playoffs just because of that. Like, I mean, Burrow's only in the second year, you know. You might uh, experienced defense might get the best of them, but uh, you know, this is actually pretty tough because parts of me wants to say contender, but they also, I mean, parts of me wants to say pretender. I'm I'm in the middle with this one, but honestly. I might lean pretender, even though they just beat the Ravens. But I just feel like maybe a team like Buffalo would decimate their defense just because of, you know, how good Buffalo is. And, yeah. You know, I, and maybe their offense can't, you know, keep up. And that's that's what I fear with them. All right. Uh, I kind of lean your way. They're young. This would be their first playoff appearance in six years since 2015. And – yeah, a more experienced team could get the best of them. I mean, I mean their defense. I mean, Trey Hendrickson was a good addition. He's been playing well. Yeah, I remember wanting him as a Jets fan. Yeah, Carl Lawson would have been good, but he got hurt. Back to subject. Yeah, um, their receiving trio is one of the best in the league with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Joe Mixon is an above-average running back. I'm going to say pretender, but I don't think it's, like, a bad thing to be a pretender at their stage right now. Yeah, I mean, in two years, I think they could be real contenders. You know, just Yeah, in a year or two, I mean, shit, AFC North's going to be a brutal division in a few years. Holy shit. Yeah. All right, on to the Cleveland Browns. Pretender uh, or, or uh, pretender? I, sorry to interrupt you a bit there, but I think they're pretenders. I just think that if Baker Mayfield – I know Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback, but it's just that I, I get what people say when he, you know, can't, can't rise lie. up to – he can't rise up to the occasion like some other guys would. And that's that's a completely fair argument because I'd agree there. I mean, I think Baker Mayfield's good, but, you know, those moments really matter. And so far, uh, Baker's probably had a couple game-winning drives, but, you know, he just hasn't done it as much as some of the other guys who – are, you know, going to be in the playoffs. So I think that that might hold them. I mean, they have a they have a generational edge talent and Miles Garrett. Yeah. I think if they had an elite QB, they'd be contenders. But I think Baker Mayfield, especially with being injured, and I don't think I, I Case Keenum's not a bad backup, but he's not going like, to lead them to a championship. No, that's that's universally known. I don't have to explain myself there, but yeah, I, I mean. You know, I hope Baker Mayfield proves me wrong, but it's going to be hard because, you know, that shoulder injury, you know, he's going to only get hit. You know, you get hit every game, even with a good old line. So, you got to – it's going to be hard to protect his shoulder. That's what I fear with them. Yeah, I'm I'm on that same boat with you. I think – I think Baker kind of holds – like, obviously, it seems like whenever Cleveland runs the ball more, like a lot more – that they tend to win more games than relying on Baker Mayfield. Like, if they had, I don't know, who, even if it was, like, 
Kirk Cousins at quarterback, honestly, I'd feel a little more confident about them. I just don't know if Mayfield's, like, the guy. He's not bad. He isn't. But he's not, like, like you said, he's not that elite quarterback that's going to win you games by his own sometimes when you need him to. So, I'll say pretender for Cleveland. All right. right. Ravens. Yeah, I think they're contenders. They might have just lost to the Bengals, but. Bengals are a good team, like I said. And honestly, Lamar Jackson, this should be the time he starts, you know, pushing for the Super Bowl run. And, I mean, their defense is good. You know, they might not be as good as years past, but they're still a good defense. And, you know, Lamar Jackson can obviously throw. And, uh, you know, just think for him is probably the biggest key. Yeah. I agree with the Ravens being contenders. Ronnie Stanley going out for the year really does hurt, though, because obviously he's one of the best offensive tackles in the NFL. And But the passing game looks way better than it did last year. Um, it sucks because the Ravens have really been hampered by injuries lately, which kind of decreases their chances. Obviously, like I just stated, Ronnie Stanley being out, Marcus Peters towards ACL the year before it even started, J.K. Dobbins. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that was. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins, Justice Hill, um, who the hell else do they have? Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards. Yeah, and Gus Edwards, like, all of this. That was a horrible, honestly, I hope they'll recover okay. But I'm going to still consider them contenders. I'm going to say fringe contender, though, just because of the injuries. It sucks because this would be a – I'd actually feel way more confident if they had – their second best corner, Marcus Peters, and their best tackle in Ronnie Stanley. Yeah, I mean, I think they could do it, but you know, those I I, I honestly forgot about those injuries. I mean, Latavius Murray has been a decent running back, to be honest. So they can't be too mad with how he's played, but still, you know. Yeah, but obviously, you'd rather have the duo of Dobbins and Gustavus Edwards. Yeah. So, all right, out of the AFC North, because uh, I mean, am I really going to count Pittsburgh in this? Yeah, no, that they, Big Ben, you know, he's he's been playing better, but I still think that he's not good enough to go on a playoff run. Yeah, so let's go on to the AFC South, and really, I don't think one yeah, better. Yeah, the- I think the Titans are contenders at this point. You know, their defense might not even be the most talented, but they'll get it done. That's the thing, you know, against Buffalo, they got it done. Uh, against Chiefs, they got it done. The only, they didn't get it done versus the Jets, but. Well, yeah, um, but also they were very ravaged at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and honestly, like we said before, Derrick Henry's just unstoppable at this point. Ryan Tannehill, you know, he might not be, you know, the you know the game changing quarterback, but yeah, he but, certainly he's certainly better than some of the guys that are starting out there. So yeah, uh, and, and Julio Jones and, and AJ yeah, Brown are just a handful to deal with every game. Yeah, they got to really, you know, I I. I I was I was I was almost gonna say well rounded, but I forgot their corners are kind of yeah their shape. corners stink their corners are bad. I mean their best one is Denoris Jenkins and he isn't bad, but he shouldn't be their best corner. So, but they do have some nice young pieces. You have Jeffrey Simmons who's played really well. Rashawn Evans is decent. Harold Landry solid, and Kevin Byard is probably the most forgotten about star in the entire NFL. So, yeah. I'm going to definitely go contender for the Titans. They beat the two teams that we thought would be the representatives in the AFC Championship game, and they rose up to the occasion on both times. 
So the Titans definitely get the contender nod from me. All right, on to the AFC East. Um, Only well, one that are real contenders at this point. I'm I'm just getting at the window. The Patriots are not contenders. I'm not saying this because I am a salty Jets fan, but <laughs> against the. Still there? Oh. oh. My thing corrected. I'm sorry about that. So okay. Yeah, no problem. Sue watch this, but, uh, uh, you know, Mac Jones, to me, I just think he's so average. Might have torched the Jets, but at the end of the day, that's Jets. We play like poop. Um, and, uh, you know, I just think that a team with a good defense, you know, just have a talented defense, but not – you know, not not a defense like he'd be playing in the playoffs. Um, yeah. So, and, it, and, you know, he's not going to make the passes that you see Josh Allen make down the field. And even some of the other rookies, like Trevor Lawrence can make the tight windows passes down the field. Zach Wilson, Justin Fields can. Trey Lance also can. But Mac Jones can't do that. And I think, you know, that that's going to hurt him in some of the bigger games he'll play. You know, yeah. and playing from behind might be a task just because he doesn't have that game-changing arm, and I just think that that holds back the Patriots. And that's nothing against Mac Jones; he's had a great year. But what I what I I hope people believe what I'm hearing. I don't want to sound like a you know a biased Jets fan, but I, I'd say pretenders. Even if I think they're three and four, yeah, three and yeah, four. So they're still. They're still in it, I guess. Yeah, all right. And then we have the obvious one, Buffalo, yeah. who I believe is a contender. So, yeah. um, they're on the bye week. Someone, someone said the favorites, too. Yeah, they arguably are. Honestly, <laughs> I might say Buffalo and Tennessee are the favorites right now. Yeah. I mean, they're not unstoppable. You know, they're – well, no team is very, really unstoppable, honestly. There's always a flaw. But, yeah. you know, they're, they're pretty much as good as it gets on offense. I just feel like Josh Allen, you know, I don't know what – clicked for him even you know two years at a year after his breakout it's just he got so good and stuff i mean yeah no and their defense is good too i think it's just the perfect mix and i'd say they're a contender way better than it did like like last year it was average but this year it's legit good under leslie frazier maybe change some of the schemes up a bit to make it a bit more i don't know yeah they're often yeah so in 2019 the defense helped them out a lot in 2020. The offense carried them. Yeah, they got the, and now, the, the now best it's finally coming. Worlds. Now it's coming back together. So, yeah, I think they're an obvious contender. Yeah, 100. percent All right, on to the AFC West. Um, one of the most unexpectedly, surprisingly surprising divisions right now. We will start with the current division leader, Las Vegas Raiders. For me, I think they're a slight pretender, but with all the crap that's gone on with them, honestly, with the, all the John Gruden stuff, yeah, and you know, still winning games. I mean, they're—I think they'll make the playoffs. Will they do good in the playoffs? I think. I think there's still some room on their roster to be. I think Derek Carr is the final quarterback. I think he's pretty good, honestly. Yeah, Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. Everyone but I mean, you know, they're gonna make the playoffs, in my opinion. It's just that, you know. I just don't think they'll – I mean, I think the Chargers are a better team than them. But uh, it's just they have an extra game because they didn't have a bye week yet. But, you know, you know, I think they're a, 
I think they're pretty much as good as a pretender gets. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, the offensive line isn't great. Obviously, we expected that because they traded away three offensive linemen kind of for no reason, yeah, but we're not going to get into it. I mean, Richie and Cagnito also got hurt. That hurts. Yeah, that I mean, was still a pretty. He's still a pretty good guard, honestly, at, what, 38? Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's actually pretty good. And just he's kind of more known for his off-the-field stuff, but we're not getting into that. So, But the defense has been the major surprise. I mean, Max Crosby is one of the more underrated stars in the NFL. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if it's just me being – I don't want to call myself a casual, but I kind of forgot about Max Crosby. <laughs> I shouldn't have, but I did, so. Yeah, but – well, that just shows you how underrated he is. But, you know, they have some other pieces. Corey Littleton, though, you never hear about him anymore. I mean, oh. they have uh, – they have – honestly, who else is – I mean, I know Trayvon Merrick is there, but I don't know how he's oh. doing I mean, all over, all around, they have a solid young defense. Uh, yeah, Trayvon Mullen. Another, another thing about them being pretenders, they also kind of have a uh, young defense. You know, Trayvon Mullen's only a, set, a third, third year. Yeah, Trayvon uh, Merrick, first year. Yeah, Crosby, a lot of their stars are, you know, haven't been in the league over, you know, four years. So, that's that goes to my reasoning, too. Yeah, a more experienced offense can definitely pick them apart. And the Chargers, uh, I think they're contenders. I think Justin yeah. Herbert is obviously, as we've known since the first game we played last year, he's really good. Yeah. Um, really and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, really nice receiving back. Um, Keenan Allen, though, Keenan Allen hasn't been as active as like, he honestly, Justin Herbert kind of favors Mike Williams right now. Yeah. I think player. having a bigger receiver for a younger quarterback kind of helps. Especially one of Mike Williams. Mike Williams is pretty under. I don't want to say underrated. People starting to realize how good he is, but he's. Yeah, but he was always seen as like anywhere from like a seven hundred to nine hundred yard receiver. No one thought of him as a thousand plus. Yeah, I, so, I mean, I'd I'd say he's on pace to make that. Yeah, and the defense is young and has a lot of talent. Joey Bosa, Derwin James is finally having a healthy year since his rookie season. Um. And um, I will admit they're pretty bad against the run. I will admit. Yeah, that that big, needs to be fixed. But yeah, I mean, it's big Achilles. Well, hopefully, games. it's hopefully it's one of those things where they can just get it done, like the Titans do. Yeah, <laughs> but it, they have you know, they have a talent. They have a coach of the year candidate, Brandon Staley, who obviously was a defensive guru with the Los Angeles Rams. So, um. Yeah, I'd say Chargers. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they're young. I'm gonna go a slight protector. I'm gonna go slight. It's a, it's hard for me. Well, experience in the playoffs could hurt, and I think a team could expose them with the run defense. So I'm gonna Ravens I'm gonna say slight Ravens. pretender, but it's hard. That's a very hard choice for me to make. Um, Chiefs. Uh, I think in the playoffs they'd definitely be playing better than how they are now. I think they'll put it together, but who knows if they even make it. Yeah, I just have to put them in here because I'm sure people would get annoyed if I didn't put them in here. I mean, I'm going to say that's hard because I, 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 I feel strongly about how they put it together in the playoffs, but I, I you know, have I to put it in the regular so, season first. It's true, but yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Pretender just because they're, they're not doing good, but 
honestly, they're a team that I think might suck now, but I think in the playoffs they have as much experience as anybody. So, yeah, they've been to the last two Super Bowls. You can't count them. So that's. Well, I might go pretender for now, like you said. The defense is really bad. Like, really I mean, bad. Yeah, it's bad. Like, I don't know why, because let's see. You have Chris Jones, who is one of the best defensive tackles. You have Tyron Matthew, one of the league's best safeties. You have Frank Clark, who isn't great, but he's an above-average edge rusher. I'm pretty sure we can agree on that. So, I don't know. This defense, it needs to fix itself. Like, it, they need to fix it because it just – I mean, Titans were up against them 27 nothing at half. You can't have that. I mean, the Jets' defense stopped them more. So, I think they just probably even have a better defense at this point. And and that's – yeah. I yeah, mean, so – They got to fix it. I mean, they don't – I don't know. Did they give up their first this year for Orlando Brown or was it just last year's first? Um, Last year's first. Because that pick has to be used on defense at this point. Their offense, they might be going through some struggles, but there's nothing wrong with them as much as there is on the defense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that's where right. we stand there. All right. On to the NFC. Uh, just to keep it short, uh, the Cardinals are contenders. You'd agree with that, I believe. Uh, yeah, I mean, we literally just said it all when we did the MVP. Their offense looks better, though their run game isn't great. I mean, I mean Colin Murray pretty much makes up like over probably like sixty percent of their run game. Their defense has been arguably as good as the offense is. Chandler Jones looks way better. JJ Watt still contributes. Jordan Hicks still contributes. Isaiah Simmons, he's been disappointing, but he's probably better than he was as a rookie. And Byron Murphy, one of the league's better corners, and Buda Baker, one of the league's better safeties. So, and uh, this is a, you know, keep moving on so we can get to our last topic and it would not make this too long. All right. Uh, All right. The Rams Rams are obvious contenders. I mean, Matt Stafford looks really good. Might have had some hiccups versus the Rams, but I mean, the Lions, uh, they they struggled a bit early, but, you know, Sean McVay is as good as a coach as anybody. And, you know, their defense is good, plus they have a slew of offensive weapons. Yeah, and you have two of arguably the best two players at their respective positions. Aaron Donald is the best player at his position. And Jalen Ramsey is probably probably is, but, you know, it's more of a debate. Than yeah, Aaron it's Donald. more of a debate with Ramsey than it is for, for Donald. And Leonard Floyd has done great ever since going to the Rams. <laughs> He yeah. was like a bust in Chicago. He comes to Los Angeles and now he's getting sacks. Which he couldn't yeah, I mean, Chicago. I think playing with a better defensive line, even though I think the Bears have a good defensive line, but with a more def- pass rush style defense defensive line, I think it helps with Aaron Donald, obviously, because that's gonna that he's gonna be the game plan most of the time. And yeah. maybe you play Leonard Floyd to kind of sneak through the cracks a bit there it helps. Yeah. All right. On to – all right, let's see. NFC North Packers, I'm going yeah, to say contender. I'm going to say contender, too. For the, for obvious reasons, Aaron Rodgers is good. Their their offense is good. Their defense is not as bad as it was last year. And, yeah, uh, and we're just hurt right now. We're literally on our second-string offensive line, and I'm going to basically say our second-string defense. So, because – 
Literally all of our elite players are hurt except for Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Elton Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wait, Devontae Adams got hurt? No, but he got freaking COVID. He's going to probably be out for the Thursday game against the Cardinals. Oh, I, didn't, I thought Joe Barry only got COVID. Didn't make him sucks, but. Well, they both got COVID, which stinks. Anyways. But I'm going to say contender. And then Minnesota currently is in the playoff hunt, so we kind of have to include them. And I don't know if they do good in the playoffs because yeah. I feel like their defense can be a problem. So I'm going to say pretender. Yeah, I like their offense a lot, but their defense kind of lets them down in games. Um, All right, NFC South, um, Buccaneers, obvious contender. Yeah. They're the reigning Super Bowl champs. Tom Panthers, Brady looks – Buccaneers are probably as much as Super Bowl contenders as anybody. Yeah. I mean, they're one of the most well-balanced teams, albeit their secondary is banged up at the moment. Saints, so. honestly, I couldn't tell you. You know, they're playing right now. They don't look bad. But I just don't know if Jameis can play in the playoffs because he's still, you know, having those issues that he once had, even though his stat line is pretty good. But Yeah, his stat line is actually pretty good this year. But I just feel like he's not as good as that. Yeah, I feel a pretender just because their defense is really good. Their defense is contender level, but their offense is so inconsistent. One week it's scoring 35, and the next week it's scoring 14. You know, Drew Brees might not have the arm of Jameis Winston, especially at this point in his career, but you know he knew what you were going to get with Drew Brees. He was always going to put up some points. Whereas Jameis Winston, you can get a – you can probably at this point get a seven-interception game. Yeah. Uh, what so, Drew Brees would always say, Calm, and that's what I think they'll miss. Yeah. Panthers, they're pretty much proven pretenders at this point. Uh, Sam Darnold got came down to earth. And, yeah, uh, well, and McCaffrey has killed him. The McCaffrey injury has just killed this offense. Yeah. 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 All right, now on – and surprisingly, we have to talk about the Falcons here. Because the Falcons are actually in the hunt. Yeah, but they're they're 100% pretenders. Yeah. Def- you know, they might have had good performances against the Jets and all with their defense, but trust me, if the Jets had a competent offense, we would have kicked the living crap out of them. They're they're so young and all, you know, it's uh, – Yeah. So, hey, shout out to Kyle Pitts. He looks like a great I mean, yeah, he's very good, but, you know, I don't think at this point the Falcons are anywhere near – Yeah, same here. But it seems like they're better than we all thought they were this year. Um, all right, on to let's see. The final one is NFC. Okay, the only one we're talking about here are the Cowboys. Right now, yeah, I think, the, I think the Cowboys are contenders. No, yeah, I mean I know we say this because you know it's a common theme with the Dallas Cowboys over the last two decades. You know that they've had some underachieving moments in the playoffs, but they look legit good, especially the defense, which was their Achilles' heel for a while, even during the Tony Romo era. Like it looks good if the defense just plays at the level it is right now. Um, it, they're they're pretty set. I mean, they have a lot of talent on offense. They arguably have the best receiving trio in the NFL. Ezekiel Elliott, say whatever you want about him, but he's still a really good running back. The offensive line looks way better than it did last year because it was ravaged by injuries. And defense, once they get DeMarcus Lawrence back, that defense is going to get better. And especially against the run because DeMarcus Lawrence is one of the NFL's better run stoppers. 
So I'm going to say actually contender for the Cowboys. I think they have a legitimate shot. All right. So that pretty much, I believe, caps up that for the topic. I mean, not the pretender contenders. And that leads us to the Deshaun Watson trade rumors. And, uh, and the suitors for him. So so right now the suitors are probably the Dolphins, football team. I might say the Eagles, honestly. Now, I think he waived – I think he declined the waivers no trade clause because the Eagles were on pace to trade for him. So I think the Eagles are out of play. Um, I think it's honestly would be between the – I want to say the Broncos. I think the Broncos would be interested. Oh, it's between the Broncos, Panthers – Football I believe team. the Broncos, but I know the Panthers football team and the Dolphins are going to be in it. And Miami has all the leverage in the trade. I think that they're going to be probably the most likely ones to get them. Yeah, um, in, my, in my honest opinion, I don't know what that helps. Tua might not be anywhere as near as talented as Deshaun Watson, but you're one in six. You trade all these picks away for Deshaun Watson, you know. Yeah, you're, but they just I don't need know someone how much. to build around. He just I gives just, you – a guy that you know is gonna pardon me for all that interruption, but uh, you know, you're all right. You know, Sean Watson's good to build around, but obviously, really good to build around. It's Sean Watson, but you know, it's just that, like, I mean, you're gonna have no picks, you know, I, you got to bank on free agency, and quite clearly, the team isn't performing enough. I mean. It, I mean, it all might just be Tua. We don't know. But even though Tua has been decent. Oh, uh, not all of this is Tua's fault. The defense doesn't look nearly as good as it was last year because it isn't getting as many turnovers as they did last year. And also because Xavier Howard and Byron Jones are injured. So Maybe that's it. Maybe we're just overthinking it. But I just don't know the immediate help Deshaun Watson brings. Whereas to the Panthers and the football team, they'd be – I mean – Maybe the football team less just because they have defensive struggles. But their offense would be good. I mean, imagine Sean Watson and Terry yeah. McLaurin. Even though I like Heineke, he just doesn't <coughs> push the ball as well. Push the ball downfield just to Sean Watson, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, and, in and terms of who do you think has the best offer maybe outside the Dalton? Do you think the Panthers have more to offer or the football team? Uh, the football team has pretty much – only like the picks they have, unless I'm forgetting a trade. I mean, I'm uh, trying to or, think of I any. Mean, I'm trying to think of any uh, young Panthers. Prospects. The Panthers. a fourth. The yeah, gold, so, that, so that might that might that might kind of hamper their offer a bit. Uh, I think I mean, honestly, the Dolphins. Game. The Dolphins are clearly the most team equipped. That just it just depends on how desperate the football team or the Panthers would be. And what about the Broncos? Do you think Broncos could, I don't know, maybe throw in some interesting piece? Like, let's say, I don't know, let's let's just throw the idea. I'm not saying it will, but let's say they throw in uh, Bradley Chubb. Yeah, I, you kind of, I guess you got to take that because that's Bradley Chubb. Even though he's injured, he's still a very good you know, defensive player. Yeah, um, I just don't know if they do that. Yeah. I mean, they have all their picks. They have all their picks this year and for the future year. So, they have more to offer than the Panthers. The same to offer as the football team. I mean, the I Broncos. Love to the see, I'd love to see the Broncos do it. Yeah, same here. I don't, 
I don't know. I just feel like the Broncos, they're, I don't know if they're a quarterback away from being to the Super Bowl, but I think definitely to the playoffs, they're a quarterback away. Yeah. And uh, that, yeah, that, that's pretty much what I think. And, and with the football team, their defense might stink, but their offense, you can kind of tell, you know, is an elite quarterback away from being really good because Terry McCorn, honestly, is eventually going to reach a top 10 receiver. Yeah, Antonio Gibson, the dynamic really yeah, running back. Antonio Gibson, they have Curtis yeah. Samuel still. Yeah. Diane Brown. And Ricky Shields-Jones has been a diamond in the rough. Yeah, and uh, J.D. McKissick's like a decent back backup running back. And their line isn't terrible. You know, might not be as good as some other lines. But yeah, but it's okay. You know, Leno is good. Uh, Wes Scheitzer and Eric Flowers are good guards. Roulier is a good center, and they have a good young right tackle in Sam Cosme. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the Broncos pretty much have the probably a better offense because Cortland Sutton, I think, is a really good receiver. Um, yeah. And Judy, obviously, in their offensive lines, I want to say pretty good. Yeah, I think it's passable at least. It's just Bridgewater. I forget who they're. Oh wait, yeah, they have Noah Fan. What am I saying? Yeah. Uh, no. So yeah, that, that's probably honestly the best offense that he could possibly go to. Yeah, I think um, Broncos have but the most. The most likely spots Miami. Yeah, just because they have the most to offer, mainly because of Tua's value. So, I don't think – no, the Texans would have want to win a trade. They they want to draft their own guy, which is understandable. Okay. That's the point. So, it could be a three-team trade. So, either the football yeah, – th- the football team would the, trade – the yeah. football team would probably be trading for – Or even the two. Broncos could. No wonder. I, mean, I think I think the Broncos had a report saying they wouldn't be interested in Tua. Hmm. So, I'm just going to so, roll with that. Are the Panthers being interested in Tua? No, uh, no. So you think you I, get- I, I think they're going for they're gonna they'll keep Darnold just because you know you don't want to give up a first for Tua and not have a second because you traded for Darnold. Yeah. I think you just kinda have to roll with Darnold at that point. Yeah. And shit, maybe this is just a bad four games for Darnold. Maybe he'll become good again, but we'll um, we'll see. I I still think he's a Miami Dolphin. That sucks because I like to show I'm watching them a Jets game. Yeah, I know. That'd be hell to go through. I'm, I'm, I, my, one of my first – I became a football fan very late. One of my first, like, college football games I remember through and through was the national championship with him, and it'll be terrible to see that guy who I remember so vividly uh, on the other team. So that, that might stink if, if he does get traded, of course. But Yeah, so – But – yeah, I mean, I think that's all the landing spots. I really can't think of anyone else. I mean, I mean, the Jets wouldn't be in it anymore, obviously, no. because I think trading for Watson probably do nothing at this point. Just keep yeah. all the draft as way you can. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, could you see? Let me think. I'm really trying to think. Like the Titans could probably do it, but they won't. No, because they're division rivals, and they want. To show him oh, I, oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, no yeah. way that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a that's a horrible idea. Yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. <laughs> really bad. I don't know how I forgot about that. Um, I've had some I've had some bloopers, bloopers on this. Yeah, no worries. No worries, man. We all have brain fart moments. Oh Jesus Christ, that is extremely scary to think about. Honestly, that's to the point where it's almost. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the Sean Watson 
Derrick Derek Henry, Henry, Julio Jones, and AJ Brown. Yeah, that's that would be shit. And, and a decent offensive line. Yeah, that's dumb. That's actually legit stupid. <laughs> All right, come down here. Yeah, so I don't think I mean, I kind of hope the Texans see that because that'd be funny if they did that. Yeah, no, no, you make me want to see the Sean Watson be a Tennessee tight end. Did you see the Giants or no? No, 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 no. Just I mean, Dave Gettleman was the type of dude to do that, just trying to save his job. Yeah, you never know, he might try to do it, or as you call him, the evil penguin. Yeah, I, I didn't come up with that. I think it was a Giants game. Well, whoever came up with the evil penguin, you're you're funny. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I I, I hope to show. I mean, he's so talented and stuff. I kind of hope. I I think I think they do with his. I think personally with their uh, with the legal stuff. Yeah, let's just put aside the legal. Stuff. I think that they probably would have a settlement already if he's already getting like calls about being traded for. So I think that probably worked its way out because that was a mess. Uh, I don't know, but uh, you know, I think eventually he'll get traded eventually. Yeah, they kind of can't. It would help the Texans at this point because right now the Sean Watson is just like going to practice and just to do nothing. Yeah, I, at least I think he's still going up. He has to be because that would be a whole big scene. Oh, God. Of course. Um, so I think that's it. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, this will be the end of the podcast. Um, nice time talking to you, Liam. All right, you too. Um. See. All right. See you all next time, everyone. Peace out. See you.